Yo, thank you for joining the podcast. This is your host, Marcel Gill, the host of the podcast, Social Introvert. I am glad to have you all here tonight. Um, it's pretty late, almost 11 o'clock. Almost slipped my mind. I'm actually in the process of planning a wedding right now, so bear with me here. Uh, just like to give a shout out to y'all for listening, tuning in. I'm glad y'all are here. I'm glad y'all are listening. I hope that you all are enjoying the content, learning new information, looking at things from a different worldview and lens and just growing as an individual so tonight's podcast won't be so long i know i always say that sometimes but much longer but tonight's podcast is simply going to be on information and and how that correlates to um, us cognitively and how we should approach information when given to us so I saw a post earlier today that said how to find credible sources. And basically it was talking about how there's a lot of misinformation and disinformation out there. And it's important to find credible information. Um, so some questions you should have is like how recent is the material? Who wrote it? What are the qualifications for it? What are the motivations behind it? Who published it? Who funded it? And why? What is the purpose of the information? Whether it's to educate, persuade, or entertain and why and what kind of baggage does the information come with who does it harm who does it benefit is there supporting documentation and is it bad information so those are just a few questions that you should have when presented with um, any information for that matter Um, because if misinformation and disinformation goes unchecked a lot of people are hurt in the process a lot of people are confused in the process and a lot of people do evil things with misinformation and bad information i'm sure you all have friends who've gone out and fought people for a lie that was told right you you defended people who are um, otherwise wrong in their information simply because someone said that somebody did the wrong thing or they um you know, you you heard a rumor and you went with the rumor without validating the sources. Somebody said something about your mama, you weren't there, but you went to defend your mother anyway because you don't know what was said about your mother. Right? We all have those friends who, who fight first, shoot first, ask questions later. And um, that is very detrimental to not only the individual who's acting off of emotion, and not logic, but it's also detrimental to the people involved that are victims. So uh, my plea here tonight is simply to validate your resources, because again, um, there's a there's a process to learning. It's a process to uh, understanding, and it's not to simply just take what you heard at first glance. And, and believe it. Um, you should research anything. You should research the formulas behind math problems. You should research uh, the scholarship behind history. You should research um, the belief systems that you have. You should research um, the reasonings behind world events. You should research why the government does certain things. You should research economics. Um, you should research people who, who are the scholars and historians on different things. 
um, because if you don't know their motivations, you won't know if there's a bias in their scholarly work. So, um, I, I just want to say personally that I believe that everybody, regardless of race, color, creed, origin, gender, whatever, should always research information that they deem either necessary, important, life-altering, or historical. So that means if you're trying to study history, you should research and study history through the lens of several historians, anthropologists, archaeological evidence, if you're studying, uh, if you have belief systems, you should study the founders of those belief systems, the origins of those belief systems, and the information surrounding these systems. And whether or not everything about it is true or none of it is true. Um, I use, for example, uh, I use Jesus, for example, right? So back in first century second century third century um there was a time well i'll go a little bit further because that's still early in the development of the cult um i'll use 1500s in the 1500s you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who didn't believe that jesus did all the miracles that the bible said that he did right um because there wasn't nearly enough information out and the governments and those people in power um, did not introduce that information to people that those were just stories, for example, right? And this is hypothetically speaking, because um, I, I don't know anybody from the 1500s. But the powers that be during that time period uh, believed that he actually walked on water, um, floated in the clouds, um, spoke with Elijah and Moses in the clouds. Um, resurrected uh, several dead people at the time of his crucifixion, um, walked through walls, etc. Um, but now we have uh, substantial evidence uh, to prove or support that that did not happen at all. Right now, not saying that the scholars don't believe in Jesus as a historical figure, because some do and some don't. Um, but with the scholarly evidence and with science and the laws of nature and whatnot, um, it would obviously be impossible for those things to happen. So now there are people at a standstill where they have to figure out, okay, if all of the stuff that they said he did, he didn't actually do, what is the purpose of this character? What is the purpose of, of believing in, in a character that does not have the superpowers that I thought that he had? Um, and the answer would be, um, well, you can still look at it uh, from an inspirational standpoint. Um, he went against the, the status quo. He actually studied and did research when others didn't and uh, challenged people for what it is, for whatever it was that they believed. Um, so what I'm basically saying is that prior to information being readily available that you can only go with the information that you have right so if you didn't have access to history for example and you only had this book 
um, depending on how it's taught to you, you're likely to grow up believing and believing that it's the truth um, when you don't have access to history to counter points, right? Like in a debate, you don't just have two people on the same side <laughs> talking about a subject. You have someone claiming something and you have someone defending something. Or you have two people defending something. Or you have both people claiming something and one of them trying to prove the other wrong. Or one is more correct than the other. Um, But at the end of the day, there's information provided on both sides so that someone, like yourself, can take the information, analyze it, using your own logic and reasoning, or the laws of logic and reasoning, and philosophy, and critical thinking, and come to your own conclusions. Which is what, for the most for the most part, the people who lead different organizations do. Um, so, it's important for someone to challenge what it is that you think you know. It is important to understand what it is that you think you know. But it's also important to know that you don't know everything. <laughs> and when you don't know something... You have to go research, right? When you don't know something, um, what what happens generally is when somebody doesn't know something, um, they create a belief, right? Nobody knows where everything came from, right? Nobody knows where humans come from, where Earth came from, where the universe comes from. Um, so what happened? A whole bunch of different people created different cosmologies that culminated into a religion at some point which is why there's thousands of creation stories creation myths right because nobody knows how it all came into being there's several uh origin of mankind myths because people don't know where their original black man comes from or their original black woman i would say the cosmos but you know others would say from the garden of eden Others would say from straight from the earth. Others would say from out of the water. Right? So some would say on a potter's wheel. Some would say uh, from planet Nibiru, planet Tiamat, um, Sirius B, the sun. You know what I mean? <laughs> we do know that the sun is the giver of life and the, sol- and the ruler of the solar system, which would be attributed to Ra in ancient Kemet. Um, but outside of it being attributed as Ra from ancient Kemet, we, in this age that we live in today, know that the sun is the giver of life. Well, some would say, well, what powers the sun? It doesn't matter what powers the sun. What we know for certain is that that sun don't come up in the morning. We all did. If that sun don't come up, vegetation stops that sun don't come up ice age right so what what we do with information is we come to conclusions based off of the information that is available and that is known observable and can be observed by people of several different ideologies and we can all come to a conclusion so that means if we put a a Jewish person, an atheist, a Christian, 
a Buddhist, uh, Zoroastrian, uh, Shinto, um, an Ottoman, somebody from ancient Greece, somebody from ancient Africa, Mesopotamia, Sumer. We put all of these people in the same room and we ask them, what is the giver of, can we all agree that the sun is the giver of life? They all in there don't have to appeal to a deity. They don't have to pray about it. They don't have to think about it. They all go outside and they look up at the sun. And they all realize that one, the sun provides light. It provides nutrients. It allows nature such as vegetation to grow to provide food for them and eat and when it goes down it's a little colder but they know that if that sun doesn't come up the heat no longer comes and when and in the absence of heat cold comes right human bodies are not meant to withstand crazy cold temperatures nor is it meant to withstand extremely hot conditions so what we can infer based off of the information that we all can observe with empirical evidence we can come to the a lot we can come to a logical conclusion that the sun is is the giver of life without the sun you don't live anymore <laughs> Right? As simple as that. Now, some would like to go beyond and say, well, what powers the sun? Some people would say a deity powers the sun. Some people would say a black magnetic sun behind the sun actually powers the sun. Some people would say nature powers the sun. Some people would say the universe powers the sun. Now, all of those things aren't able to be observed by everybody. Right? You would have to appeal to some authority outside of self or appeal to a belief that everybody doesn't get to experience. See, when only when one person out of 10 people experiences something that does not give that one person ground to enforce its beliefs on other people based off of the information that they got that cannot be tested. See, information has to be tested. Information has to be reviewed. Information has to be verified. If it's, again, of importance um, or meant to provide meaning or, um, what's another word? Uh, Information, basically, is to evolve an individual. Essentially, you learn something that you didn't learn or know before. It's up to you as an individual, not the person who's giving you the information. It's up to you as an individual to go and verify the information. Check and see if it's true. You should never, ever take anybody's information at face value and accept it without verifying it for yourself especially when you have no knowledge of it. 
especially when you have no knowledge of it. You should never accept someone's information if you have not verified it yourself. So, again, when it comes to information, always ask yourself the questions I asked you in the beginning. Are they credible? Are they from credible sources? What are the motivations behind the information? What is the purpose of the information? Is it to entertain? Is it supposed to persuade me? Is it supposed to uplift me? Am I supposed to take it as fact or a belief? Who's funding the information that was presented? How far back does the information go? How deep is the information? Is it esoteric? Is it allegory? Does it enhance the quality of my life? Is it able to be tested and proven? These are some questions that you should always ask yourself when presented with new information that you've never heard of before or when it's information that's meant to convince you. And I would have to say that's all I got for y'all tonight. I think... um, I, I would have to say that that's very dangerous information <laughs> because most people aren't critical and analytical thinking people. Um, a lot of people are not taught how to think. They're just taught what to think. And I think if we were taught how to think, uh, I think our world would be in a much better place. We have people who vote Democrat simply because it's tradition. They don't know all, they don't know all of the democratic policies. They don't know hardly anything about Republicans either. They just vote Democrat because their family votes Democrat, because they were told to vote Democrat, but they don't even understand the Democratic Party. They don't know what the Democratic Party stands for. They just vote along those lines because other people vote along those lines in their immediate vicinity. If those same people went and researched with the Democratic thought, the Democrats thought, they might actually become Republican or independent. I'm neither of the three, <laughs> but if you research, you, you, you'll find that you'll change your mind, and that is what we're supposed to do as human beings. We're supposed to learn new information, change our thoughts, and move forward, and then do it again, and then do it again, and then do it again, as long as we are advancing as a people in mind, body, and soul, and spirit. But what do I know? I just, I just think. <laughs> now, to some people, that might sound a little scary. Some people think there's information out there that's not allowed to be questioned. But again, if you believe that your information is not allowed to be questioned, by default, I must assume that you're hiding something. And with that, I will close. So again, guys, I am an author, two-time author. I've written a book called Hack Yourself, Design Your Life, or Accept Your Fate. I also have another book called Get Rid of Yourself. Um, I have a song out called Memories. I also am found on Clubhouse under Blackonomy and also on Instagram at underscore social introvert. So if y'all need any of my products, I also have a stock options course where I talk about investing and how to understand the technicals on the chart. Um, all of these things can be found on my link tree at www.linktree.com forward slash Marcel 
And again, I want to thank you all for tuning in. So if you guys can share this with friends and family, I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. As always, stay stay growing. And I'm out.